Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Isaiah chapter 10. Woe to those who make unjust laws, to those who issue oppressive decrees, to deprive the poor of their rights and withhold justice from the oppressed of my people, making widows their prey and robbing the fatherless. What will you do on the day of reckoning when disaster comes from afar? To whom will you run for help? Where will you leave your riches? Nothing will remain but to cringe among the captives or fall among the slain. Yet for all of this, his anger is not turned away. His hand is still upraised. Woe to the Assyrian, the rod of my anger, in whose hand is the club of my wrath. I send him against a godless nation. I dispatch him against a people who anger me, to seize loot and snatch plunder, and to trample them down like mud in the streets. But this is not what he intends. This is not what he has in mind. His purpose is to destroy, to put an end to many nations. Are not my commanders all kings, he says? Has not Calno fared like Carchemish? Is not Hamath like Arphad, and Samaria like Damascus? As my hand seized the kingdoms of the idols, kingdoms whose images excelled those of Jerusalem and Samaria, shall I not deal with Jerusalem and her images as I dealt with Samaria and her idols? When the Lord has finished all of his work against Mount Zion and Jerusalem, he will say, I will punish the king of Assyria, for the willful pride of his heart and the haughty look in his eyes. For he says, By my strength I have done this, and by my wisdom, because I have understanding. I removed the boundaries of nations. I plundered their treasures. Like a mighty one, I subdued their kings. As one reaches into a nest, so my hand reached for the wealth of the nations. As people gather abandoned eggs, So I gathered all the countries. Not one flapped a wing or opened its mouth to chirp. Does the axe raise itself above the person who swings it? Or the saw boast against the one who uses it? As if a rod were to wield the person who lifts it up, or a club brandish the one who is not wood. Therefore, the Lord, the Lord Almighty, will send a wasting disease upon his sturdy warriors. Under his pomp, a fire will be kindled like a blazing flame. The light of Israel will become a fire, their holy one a flame. In a single day, it will burn and consume his thorns and his briars. The splendor of his forests and fertile fields, it will completely destroy, as when a sick person wastes away. And the remaining trees of his forest will be so few that a child could write them down. In that day, the remnant of Israel, the survivors of Jacob, will no longer rely on him who struck them down, but will truly rely on the Lord, the Holy One of Israel. A remnant will return. A remnant of Jacob will return to the mighty God. Though your people be like the sand by the sea, Israel Only a remnant will return. Destruction has been decreed, overwhelming and righteous. 
The Lord, the Lord Almighty, will carry out the destruction decreed upon the whole land. Therefore, this is what the Lord, the Lord Almighty, says. My people who live in Zion, do not be afraid of the Assyrians, who beat you with a rod and lift up a club against you as Egypt did. Very soon, my anger against you will end, and my wrath will be directed to their destruction. The Lord Almighty will lash them with a whip, as when he struck down Midian at the rock of Oreb, and he will raise his staff over the waters as he did in Egypt. In that day, their burden will be lifted from your shoulders, their yoke from your neck. The yoke will be broken because you have grown so fat. They enter Aeth, they pass through Migron, they store supplies at Michmash. They go over the pass and say, We will camp overnight at Geba. Ramah trembles. Gibeah of Saul flees. Cry out, daughter Gallim. Listen, Laish. Poor Anathoth. Madmena is in flight. The people of Geban take cover. This day they will halt at Nob. They will shake their fist at the mount of daughter of Zion, at the hill of Jerusalem. See, the Lord, the Lord Almighty, will lop off the bows with great power. The lofty trees will be felled. The tall ones will be brought low. He will cut down the forest thickets with an axe. Lebanon will fall before the mighty one. And so as we're hearing this language from Isaiah, I just want to remind you again that the entire book of Isaiah is written in poetic verse in Hebrew. In this chapter that we just read, chapter 10, this uh, poetic language comes through even in the English. It has a poetic ring to it. But the gist of this is the Lord is making predictions, not only continually against the judgment coming on Israel, but he's making predictions that he'll use Assyria as the vehicle for his judgment, but then Assyria itself will be judged, and that the people of God are to remember that the Assyrians may um, be arrogant for a season, but ultimately they too will come under judgment. So it opens with this statement, Woe to those who make unjust laws, to those who issue oppressive decrees, to those who deprive the poor of their rights and withhold justice from the oppressed of my people, making widows their prey and robbing the fatherless. And so these, these people that he's alluding to are the people of Israel. Those who make unjust laws in this generation that God is prophesying to were the northern kingdom, those in the northern kingdom and to some degree in the southern kingdom. And so the Lord was saying, uh, judgment is coming because of your, your actions against the poor, your actions against the widow, your actions against the orphans, that um, this judgment is in part due to your unjust laws and your oppressive decrees. Then God goes on to say that Assyria is his tool for judgment. Woe to the Assyrian, who is the rod of my anger, in whose hand is the club of my wrath. I send him against a godless nation. So the Lord makes it very clear. The Assyrians are being used as a, a vehicle, as it were, of judgment against um, Israel. But God goes on to say that in their pride, Assyria will be more harsh than God intended. And eventually the Lord will punish Assyria too. 
verse 12, when the Lord has finished all of his work against Mount Zion and Jerusalem, he will say, I will punish the king of Assyria for the willful pride of his heart and the haughty look of his eyes. And so this, um, this prophecy is all-encompassing, both for Israel itself and then for the vehicle of a judgment, Assyria, that will be punished in its arrogance. Now, there is a, another prophetic um, insertion in this that essentially says that a remnant shall remain in Israel and um, there will be a remnant that also returns. You may remember that one of Isaiah's sons, it was prophetically named Shir Jashub, or a remnant shall return. So verse 20 says, in that day, the remnant of Israel, the survivors of Jacob, will no longer rely on him who struck them down, but will truly rely on the Lord, the Holy One of Israel. A remnant will return, a remnant of Jacob will return to the mighty God. Though your people be like the sand of the sea, Israel, only a remnant will return. And so four times we read in this chapter that um, a remnant will return. Remember when this was written, the northern kingdom had not yet been destroyed and dispersed. But in 722 BC, the Assyrians would utterly destroy the northern kingdom and carry 10 of the tribes into captivity. And yet, before it even happens, the Lord is prophesying that a remnant of Israel, the northern kingdom, will return. Some will survive, and then others will return. So we need to hold on once again to the fact the Lord's redemptive purposes are always at play. God goes on to say that the people need not fear the Assyrians will go unpunished, because they will indeed be punished, just as um, Egypt was previously punished for its treatment of, of Israel in its day. So, Lord, we recognize that sometimes you use unjust nations as tools for judgment. God, we see this in your scriptures concerning Assyria. Assyria was certainly an unrighteous kingdom, and yet you used it to judge those who had become unrighteous. Lord, forgive us and our country for whenever we have made unjust laws. Forgive us, Lord, for issuing oppressive decrees. Forgive us, Lord, for depriving the poor of their rights. Forgive us for mistreating widows and orphans. God, you are the one we run to in times of need for help. We run to you now, Lord, and we say we have been guilty of these things just as Israel was guilty. Forgive us, Lord. Forgive us our country in Jesus' name of its sins. And Lord, withhold judgment from our nation. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.